Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Hey, gang, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Financial Answer Podcast with Nathan O'Brien and myself, Mark Killian. Nathan, of course, registered investment advisor and chartered retirement planning counselor at O'Brien and Associates, as well as a local smart investor pro with Dave Ramsey and your local investor coach here in the area, in the Hub City in West Tennessee, is where you can find him, usually in Jackson or Huntington at one of his locations, unless he's out actually hunting or fishing. Sometimes he does that as well. <laughs> but do. yeah, he does that as well. But uh, we got a great show lined up. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm excited. I, you know, this is always when the market's volatile. Oh, I man. love it. And it I is. love it. I, you know, it's just because I, I just love getting in the trenches with my clients and helping them understand some things better. It's not fun. It's stressful, of course. Right, right. But when the market does that, but it is, it is an exciting part of my job. You never know when it's going to happen. And, you know, helping people see and understand, you know, just some really basic things, which is kind of what we're going to talk about today. I'm excited about about our show today that we've got. Well, so, we got a lot yeah. to cover, and actually, we're not going to we fit do. it all yeah. in today. So what we're going to do is we're going to do probably a couple of weeks here on the laws of investing. Uh, it's going to be a really cool series, so make sure that you are subscribing to the podcast if you have not yet, so that you can get notifications that a new episode is out. And you can do that a couple of ways. You can go to thefinancialanswer.com. Again, that's thefinancialanswer.com. And while you're there, hit the subscribe button for uh, Apple or uh, I, that is iTunes now. I forgot they changed their name. Apple yeah, Music yeah, or right. uh, Google or Stitcher or whatever platform. And it's on the right-hand side there of the page. You can also do a lot of different things there on the website. So check it out. A lot of cool stuff there on thefinancialanswer.com. Yeah. And, of course, if you ever have any questions and you want to talk about some of this stuff specifically, make sure you call Nathan before you take any action at 855-51-COACH. That is 855-51-COACH. All right, so let's get into this a little bit. So the laws yeah. of investing, this, yeah. we're going to base this off of a, an article that came out by a gentleman named Morgan Housel. I think I'm saying that right. And he's got this pretty cool article on the laws of investing. And he kind of starts this off, Nathan. I thought this was interesting because you're a hunter, and, but you're also an animal lover. And I thought people sometimes hear that and they think, Absolutely, well, how is that, yeah. how is that possible? Yeah. It's like, you know, well, because it is, you know. Um, <laughs> That's true. I mean, yeah. you know, everybody that yeah. hunts animals, not talking like big game, terrible people that go poaching and things like that. So that's totally yeah, different. No, it's preservation. it's preservation. That's what a lot right. of people that don't hunt don't understand is, you know, I mean, there's limits on what you can right. can take, what you can harvest and, and all of that. So it's helping the populations to actually survive better yeah. by doing that. So, you know, I think that's my argument for it. Well, and the same thing with the fishing. A lot of the fishing you do is actually catch and release and all that stuff. So, it is. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And think about how big the world is, right? And and how many animals there are and the fact that how good they are at like just hiding, you know, in general. Right? Oh, no. You I know. know like, it's you'll amazing. stumble across something and you're like, whoa, where was that even at? And, uh, <laughs> and if you think about it, so what this guy talks about is that how biologists thought more than a third of all mammals that they you know thought were extinct over the last 500 years have later on since been rediscovered 
and alive, uh, which is pretty cool, right? <laughs> they were just hiding under that rock. They were just hiding under that That's rock. Crazy. Right. <laughs> and so the article goes on to talk about yeah. how like 187 mammal species that have been missing for a very long time, like 67 of those have been found, discovered alive today. So right. kind of cool. Yeah. So a lot about science is going to change, right? That's what makes science kind of cool, kind of great. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You know, and, and all those fun things that kind of get in there. And it's what, you know, you have all these pieces and it's always growing and evolving and changing. And there's kind of like these sciencey laws that kind of do have a specific function. They're like old yeah, wise men, right? That's, that's right. <laughs> They're the great grandmothers the, the, of, of our, of our, uh, of our thinking, of science, our science. Yeah, 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 that's right. And there's kind so. of a hierarchy to it and all that kind of stuff. But there's also, it kind of goes on to translate how that moves into investing that there's kind of these tropes, these they're not actual laws, if you will. So don't take us right. literal here, folks. These are not like uh, SEC laws. These are kind of investing <laughs> laws that are just kind it of just those, really something. Yeah. Go ahead. No. no, I was going to say kind of those grandmother things again, right? It is. Yeah, it is. It's something that really has an impact across all investment sectors, all you know, all countries throughout basically all of history. It's something that you can really follow, and it's not set rules or anything like that. But it's just influences, right? Influ- okay. And yeah. What yeah. causes things to happen? So it's not you know, investing is definitely not just the study of finance. It's the study of how people behave. Yeah. You know, so it comes down to that. And that's what, you know, basically there's been a lot of Nobel Prizes won on that over the past 10 or 15 years. And that's really what we try to teach a lot. It's not just about which stock to buy. It's about once you buy that, then how do you react to different things? How do you treat different things that happen to you? So to make it a successful journey throughout your lifetime. So it's really important to make sure that you understand both sides of the equation that, you know, the behavior is a big key to your success. I agree dead on. And I think that's why this is going to be an interesting series. So we're going to do this over the next couple of podcasts, folks. Again, like I said, make sure you subscribe to us and check us out because, and it is going to relate to the market panic that people are kind of having. And there's two sides to looking at this. You know, we've been on such a great run and we've gotten spoiled. And so now that it's starting to really experience volatility and things are going on, people are like, well, the sky is falling, and it's like, well, think about, right. <laughs> and I think, and I'm not sure if these numbers are accurate, Nathan, but I'm pretty sure they're close. I was doing some research the other day, and in the last 20 years, this market, or this, you know, 20 years in the market, it's really been about a four and a half percent. If you take in, and that's taking right. in the bad, that's taking in the lost decade. All that, yeah, that's right. You right? know, the lost time frame, and that is large cap stocks. That's the return that is, it sounds yes, like that you were looking you. at. Yes, so, it is. yeah, which I mean, still we isn't bad. Two thousand, right. <laughs> no, from two thousand to two thousand ten, you're looking at you know Negatives. basically CDs. Yeah, yeah, CDs and all were paying very little, especially after two thousand and six. I think at that point, but you know, stocks, large cap stocks, made nothing for that entire ten year time yeah. frame. That's why they called it the dead decade. So right. again, that's why you have to diversify which is a rule that a lot of investors are trying to break right now because from 2010 until today, right, right. We've gotten the spoiled. returns are phenomenal <laughs> right, for right. large cap stocks. It's right. crazy how good they've done, you know. So I've actually got a class coming up this Thursday talking about that. And it's something that just a lot of people are making bad decisions based on just the past 
seven, eight years. You yeah, know, in returns right. We're, from, from large caps. We're getting so, we're, like I said, we're getting so spoiled. So we start seeing these dips in the market. The last couple <laughs> of weeks, you know, obviously August has not been very good, and so people start That's to get right. overly panicky. So let's talk about these laws and how they kind of relate into that. We'll start with law number one, and it's really just optimism okay. and pessimism, and that's kind of what we were just talking about with the market. It's always going to overshoot because the boundaries of, of these things really are, are hindsight-based, right? So that's no right. matter what no, you – That's right. Your optimism and pessimism is – if you're optimistic, <laughs> you're thinking – We're either – I want Go 17 ahead. over and over. I want 2017 no, over and over right. and over, right? Or if you're that's pessimist, true. you're like, man, it's coming. It's, it's coming. It's yeah, going to fall. End, it's yeah. never going to come back. You yeah, know? exactly. That's, that's, that's right. So we tend to, both sides of this equation, we tend to you know, push to the extremes yes, as investors. Right. You know, The correct price is really what someone's willing to pay for it, okay? But we don't know, just like kind of a blind man that's walking through a house or whatever, he doesn't know where the wall is until the cane touches it, right? And so markets can't know when their optimism or pessimism has gone too far, all right, until they bump through those limits and, you know, <laughs> okay, the investors right. are like, investors are like, wow, you know, that's too far. I'm going to, you know, if it's down this much, I'm going to buy it because that's cheaper than I've ever seen it in history. Or that's too high. There's no way I'm going to pay that price right, for that. Right. So the peaks and the bottoms are just, they're always going to look irrational in hindsight. But we don't know until, you know, that's actually happened in the past. We don't, in real time, we don't know where the market's going to go. We don't know what those limits are until we actually experience it. So, you know, the volatility is always going to be there. We're always going to have that. And it's something that's not going to go away. Just you can't let it scare you. You know, it's just part of investing. Yeah, I think, and I know you like to do a lot of the talk about the Nobel Prize guys, and I know there was a guy that won one back in the early 80s about a similar idea, really, that the markets are just, the bottom line markets aren't rational at all. Yeah, no, that's right. But they are reasonable. They're just reasonable. (laughs) That's correct. Yeah, Yeah, that's correct. So they are, it's it's an irrational, you know, just like Greenspan uh, said, an irrational exuberance, you know, just the markets are doing what they're doing. So lots of volatility will always exist there, and especially as it's easier for us to get news and information, which that's that's what we have today. Oh, instant yeah. Well, access. instant, yeah. So, and, and, and I yeah. think a lot of that is actually the cause of so much oh, yeah. optimism and pessimism. 100%. Right. Yeah. So I know, for yeah. example, so we're talking about the markets being so uh, volatile here lately. And you've had some clients that have expressed some concerns, clearly. But yeah, it's absolutely. not like the large portion of your client base is panicking because I think a lot no, of them have that. No. They have no, that that's foundation right. in their plan. But you do have a few that can't contain right their emotions and they're they're upset and it's understandable that's they're right. worried no that's true that's true and it, it always comes back to you know what fits your plan right. does this volatility work over time did we plan for this kind of volatility and does it still work out you know with this equation going forward in your retirement plan in your financial plan and so you know that's really what it takes you know most of the time just to kind of calm people down and say look this is going to be okay. You right. know, ultimately is what it comes down to is well, this it's is your, going to be it's okay. Your to We've experienced it. this. And right. Because every person's different. I mean, you can yeah. have the same plan, the perfect plan, let's say, not the same because everybody's different, but the perfect yeah, plan right. for John Smith and, and mm-hmm. the perfect plan for John Doe. And John Smith can handle the fluctuations because they're not one of the, he's not riding that emotional wave where John Doe is like, man, I, I can't take no, it. Right. right. Even if the plan know, is solid, right. it's, it's that's tough. Right. And I understand that. So how do you, again, are these, do these laws kind of help us think through some of these things and try to get our emotions under control, I guess. 
That's true. Yeah, that's true. And for most people, education really keeps that peace of mind. Yeah, hence you know, the class. Understanding, you're doing, right? right. It, it keeps that peace of mind. But it's not just the class. It's just you know also the one on one. Hey, let's look at this and let's look at some things historically that have happened. And yeah. we don't know, you know, based on past performance, that doesn't mean that it's going to happen again in the future. But, you know, we've got a long time frame to look at here so we can see a lot of craziness, basically, that happens <laughs> right. over time. Right. So. Well, that's a great that's a great segue. So let's hit law number two. And that's this guy says, calm plants the seeds of crazy. <laughs> that's yes, genius. That's genius. And I know. That's right. You know, and he goes on to say, you know, basically, if markets never crashed they wouldn't be risky and i right. agree with that well we wouldn't you know we wouldn't do what we do with them right no, that's true and then ultimately that leads to if they weren't risky they wouldn't get expensive and <laughs> right. then then you know when they're expensive they crash, they crash right. you know so for the same you know basically the same things happen in recessions when the economy's stable when things are good and calm people become optimistic Right. Okay, but when they get optimistic, they go into debt because they start spending they more. Two, yeah. That's right. No, yeah. that's right. And then when they go into that debt, the economy then becomes unstable. So well, it's just it's kind of a never ending cycle. It's a never ending cycle, and it's all human based yeah. emotions. So right. So like over yeah. the last again to my point earlier, we have become spoiled with this market of the last ten years, and that's and the economy right. has gotten better over the last three or four. Pretty good when we started seeing all these GDP numbers up and blah 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 blah, and so people start spending more and then they start to spend more and then they realize the debt and then they go I need to stop spending and it kind of that's right. right and now all of a sudden everybody's everybody kind of pulling back that. <laughs> right right that's, that's right you know and but the thing is is you've got to be a long term investor you know the people that are listening you that are listening to this show okay. need to be long term investors even if you're even if you're a pre-retiree Yes, okay. that's right. right. So because I mean, still long term for you, still the rest of your yeah, the rest life of your that life, you're going to exactly. have to right to do this. So you know you can't let market crashes and you know bubbles and all these different things cause you to be cynical. Okay, you can't because it's got to be about the long term. It's got to be about that with this. So if you view this as an inevitable thing that's going to happen, the market's going to tumble from time to time. Just don't ever forget to, you know, take off the fasten your seatbelt sign, basically. It's, it's going to always be there. So just keep it on. Realize that this is part of it. You can control that volatility more in retirement. You know, in your younger years, take that risk. Take that aggressiveness and ride the market there. And then in, in the retirement, make sure you right. reduce that volatility. Make well, sure that things are more stable. For well, that's you. what I was going to say, right? So, you know, obviously, you know, if you're having more trouble keeping your feet to the fire, so to speak, then that's when you're working with your advisor to say, okay, let's let's make some adjustments or what do we need to do to kind of get me more comfortable here? Maybe take some things off the table, maybe protect some things, whatever that looks like. But, you, you know, wholly <laughs> just right. jumping ship, right? No, that's true. Wholly jumping yeah. ship is not a good way to go either. It's not. No, it's not. Because, I mean, really, we've got people in retirement that are expecting 20 to 30 years of right, living. Right. And you can't do that off of a 3% CD, you know, no. or a 2% CD or anything. You've got to be in the market to, <laughs> right. to outpace inflation, to keep that same standard of living, which is what everybody wants to do. Well, you mentioned the stability. So economist Hyman Minsky, I think I'm saying this right, he figured out that stability is actually destabilizing, <laughs> which is kind of, think <laughs> yeah, about that for a that second. That makes sense. Yeah. But that was actually almost... <laughs> 50 years ago, and it's a really interesting observation in investing because it explains why volatility is both inevitable and caused by people acting responsibly, to our point we just yeah. made a minute ago. It's no, going to happen right. because of the cycles of life and how we yeah. view things.
things. You know, uh, like you said, all these bubbles and all these, you know, crashes and recessions, they're going to ebb and flow and so on and so forth. And right now, obviously, there is a ton of talk about recession. We had the inverted <laughs> yield curve. There is. Yeah. You know, you know and, yeah, uh, and all this different kind of stuff. And so I get it. It's troublesome. And it's you know, we were having this conversation yesterday, I think, with my wife. And since we're on a podcast, I can say this. I hopefully don't want to be offended, but it's like you know they were talking about the yield curve is a predicator of a recession, right? Yeah, right. And, right. and I think we've had this conversation once before. And it's like, okay, when there's a recession, if you look back, there was a yield curve, uh, an inverted yield curve, excuse me, prior to it. However, right. there have been inverted yield curves that did not lead to recession. So it's kind of like saying, you know, you had sex to make a baby. But every time you have sex, you don't make a baby, right? <laughs> that's true. That's true. You know, that's correct. And what I what I use with clients is a little more PC than that. So <laughs> it's, uh, I typically tell people, look, every time you see dark clouds, it doesn't mean that we're going to have a bad. Storm, uh, that's probably better know? than mine, but that's, mine's so, a little funnier. But <laughs> yours is awesome. I'm, I might use that with a few clients, I guess. <laughs> but it's just it is. It's always before we have these type of things. Always before a recession, we see that in inverted yield curve, but it isn't the cause of it. Right, okay. Right. And that's where we've got to understand that and, and make sure. I mean, the economy looks really good. The economy looks strong, but there can be some things lurking that I don't know about that we don't know about. So that can cause us to go into that recessionary time frame. So it's just part of it. It's part of the game. You need to understand that with investing and realize that this is why you get the good returns over time because you live through and, and stay invested during these frustrating times, these scary times. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there's so many of these pieces that are going to factor in. And hopefully you found this somewhat interesting here, folks. We know we went a little long today. We try to keep these somewhat short. So we've got more of these laws we're going to cover on the next couple of podcasts. They're really interesting. They spark some interesting debate and conversation amongst yourself and in your own mind about how you feel about investing. Can you handle some of these things? Can you handle some of the emotions that are going to come with the stability? when that happens and then the destabling effect when that starts to happen it's a war within ourselves if you play golf at all you really should or and maybe fishing's the same way Nathan I'll let you tell me but it's to me it's the same kind of thing people say it's you against the course, the course. when you're playing yeah. golf no, I don't believe true. that I believe it's you against yourself <laughs> it is no that's right right and it, you're the only one that frustrates yourself it, exactly <laughs> you know it, I believe it's you against yourself because when you hit yeah. one bad shot you are yeah. convinced that that the it's next few shots are going to yep. be bad, right? That's right. And that's, it, t- it takes a random good shot from you to make you feel better. And I swear, I think that's what how people feel about the economy and the markets. It is. It is. And, you know, it's just, it's important to, I think that's why I wanted to go through these things with all of our listeners because, and with our clients as well, just because it's so important to understand these things and just take a second, take a deep breath and think about all of this information that has been put together for you over time that shows you this is what happens historically. This is where we're going in the future more than likely. Okay. And so you just got to do what you're doing. Just invest, make sure you're diversified right and do these things. But you can't just let your financial advisor worry about this stuff for you because they're not there at 10 o'clock at night when you're, you know, watching the news and all <laughs> when you're of this having kind a panic stuff. attack yeah, or whatever, when you're having yeah. a panic attack. You've got to understand these things yourself. So, which is, you know, one of the great reasons why we're doing this on a podcast. So you can go back and play this anytime. It's right. fantastic for that. So, yeah. 
Well, folks, you know, if you'd like to download the PDF version of this fantastic article, The Laws of Investing, A Couple Foundations That Guide Billions of Outcomes by Morgan Housel of the Collective Fund, uh, we'll put this on Nathan's site, thefinancialanswer.com. Uh, you can download the PDF. That'll probably be up there in, the, in a day or two uh, once we get this. Uh, by the time we get this podcast posted, it should be up. But if not, right. check yeah. back in a day or so, and we'll have that up there for you. Because we're going to talk about this over the next couple of weeks, so that way you'll be able to check this out and download it. Maybe kind of go along with us as we're having these conversations. So reach out to Nathan if you want to talk. If you are having some uh, those late night panic attacks, don't call him at 10. But <laughs> but you well, I guess you could because it, you're just going to catch right. your phone number and he'll call you back the next day. But, <laughs> right. you know, reach out, have a conversation, get the investor awareness guide. Maybe that'll help you with some of the things you might be feeling. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Look, we get it. There's all these things going on. Every time there's a random tweet, there's something interesting that happens. Uh, there's the One of my friends calls them toots now. The toots. Yeah, random there's toot. random toot. So. There's the Chinese stuff. There is all <laughs> the different right. things going on. But if you really take a step back and look, there's still a lot of strong indicators that things are going to be fine. And a a market downturn does not make a recession. Like I guess that's no, the other that's thing right. that people are right. people are screaming it already. But it's more like, well, what if it's just a pullback? What if it's just a minor <laughs> correction? There is a difference, right? There is, absolutely. And, you know, people are worried about us going into a recession. The thing that the market does historically, looking at every single recession that we've had in the past 90 years, okay, okay looking at that data, you see that if you were invested at the beginning of a recession, your returns were better than if you had jumped out. Hmm, okay? Interesting, yeah. So because it's just you can't get back in in time. You right. don't know you right. when the economy is going to recover. You right. just there's no way to know that. So you've got to stay invested. It's just part of the game. You've got to understand your volatility yep. and diversify and not just be in S&P 500 right. stocks. And the big problem that we're going to see, I think, is most mutual funds, especially active managed funds, are in large caps. There's, you know, 40 different names in your 401k that of funds that you're investing in. But what they actually hold is large caps yep. and when when large caps tank you're in trouble because you're not actually diversified well and that's why based on whatever age you might be you want to be working with your advisor to have that set up correctly for you know the upcoming you know whatever that might be whatever that that's panic, true that feeling whatever of, the next thing whatever causes the, next the market thing, to go down yeah. yeah if you're feeling like you need to take some off the table based on your time horizon you should be working with your advisor to make adjustments in your portfolio, but you just can't jump ship because again, you're going to need, you know, income for the next 20, 30, however long it is that you live going into retirement or through retirement. So again, great podcast, a lot of information. I know we went a little long this week, but again, stop by the and check Nathan out there online. Give him a call. If you've got some worries and you want to talk 855-51-COACH, that's 855-51-COACH. Share this podcast with friends and family on, on social media. You can, there's a little share button. You can click that and send it to somebody on Facebook. Facebook or Twitter or whatever it is that you use. You can also, again, subscribe to it on Apple or Google and, and the various different platforms that are out there. All of that can be done at thefinancialanswer.com. Again, that's thefinancialanswer.com, as well as check out this PDF for the laws of investing. And with that, Nathan, I'll say bye and I'll see you next week, my friend. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Hope everyone has a great weekend and I uh, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Today. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll talk more about this next week. We're going to do this over the next couple of weeks. So stick around, stay tuned, and we'll see you next time here on the financial answer.
O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.